Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! Goddamn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you just went and saw Bert, you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Mission Lake, looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo. And kept on stomping. Well, y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton. Living with the whites, one big house, and not another nigga in sight. I started off with too much cargo. Drop four niggas, now I'm making all the dough. White man just fooling. The niggas with attitudes, who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony. I put that on my mama and my dead homies. Yellow boys on your team, so you're losing. Hey, yo, Drake, stick to producing. Calling me on a fuck, you Benedict. Easy E saw your ass and went in it quick. You got jealous when I got my own company. But I'm a man, and ain't nobody helping me. Trying to sound like American Must. You can yell all day. Brotherly Love Sports Podcast, episode 34, Emergency Podcast. The Curious Case of Brian Colangelo and the Secret Twitter Account by Ben Dietrich from The Ringer. I'm here with Chris, Christopher James White, and good friend of both Chris and I and the Bro Love cast in general, Peter Vagioni. What's up, guys? Yo, just, hey, guys. This, this is some big news. This is some bullshit. Dude, there's a lot of people right now nestled in their beds with visions of sugar plums drifting off to sleep and have no idea about the bomb that was just dropped tonight. True, we're there's also a lot details. of people... We're about to give them the details. Yeah, there's a lot of people also nestled in their bed with visions of Twitter scrolling through their telephone as they read the crazy shitstorm that's going on. Uh, it's one of the more entertaining nights on Twitter that I've probably ever participated in, or at least been witness to. Yeah, and uh, Peter sent the article to both Chris and I a, a couple hours ago. I read the article while I was at the gym, and by the time I got back to the gym and took a shower, Joel Embiid had already tweeted a reply to one of Brian Colangelo's burner accounts, saying that Sam Hinkie is better alleged, and smarter alleged. than you. Allegedly. Allegedly. What, what, what I had meant to say was allegedly, um, allegedly beat up them cops. And because a good Christian boy like you would never do nothing like that. Alleged. And we are a country where you are innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> true, true. But it's true. Peter sent us the article. So, Peter, do you mind taking us through a little summary of what you read? Sure. So... Um, the gentleman for the, from the ringer, uh, I forget his name, but you mentioned it in the intro to this, uh, emergency podcast, but we'll mention it again to give the guy credit because I ha- have to say it was some, and, and Chris mentioned this earlier, um, some pretty impressive reporting. Now, a lot of what he said is kind of speculative and there's some reaching and there's nothing that's completely confirmed. But as far as I'm concerned, the ed- evidence that is there is pretty indisputable or at least very interesting. Um, so basically, there was an anonymous tip by somebody inside the Sixers organization, apparently, who told the ringer and this particular reporter, or at least it landed on his desk to investigate, that Brian Colangelo, the GM, and I believe he holds another office, um, 
at the Sixers front office um, has certain and various uh, burner accounts, up to five, maybe more, maybe less. And again, this is all alleged. Um, but there, many of them are active. A couple of them have not been active recently. Um, and that he basically uses them as tools to interact with the media, to create certain narratives, to defend himself, to attack certain players, to even leak certain things that uh, the organization has decided maybe not to leak. Um, a lot of it is very, very controversial um, and kind of barn burning, but not much of it is illegal, of course. There is a couple things that came out that do pose kind of more serious implications, including him uh, leaking to a media source, uh, or at least one of these alleged accounts leaking to a media source that uh, Okafor failed a physical, and that's why a trade process was being a little bit delayed. There's a lot more to it, um, but at the risk of being too wordy, we'll leave it there. So No, that's... that's- that's beautiful. I was going to say in just two little details that I think are just fascinating. Number one, the tip was received in February. So they've been just mining data and sitting on this, keeping it quiet for months and months and months. It must have been like, as someone who used to want to go into sports journalism, can you imagine how enthralling that would be? You're like, oh, we've got this. Yeah, box. I mean, that's like, that's like seeing your Christmas presents placed under the tree for the entire month of January, December, and not being able to open them. I mean, Jesus. It's cr- and the, second thing, the second thing that I thought was just amazing was when, when they were trying to verify whether or not this tip was legit, whoever, um, they started doing all the surveillance and all this, like, pretty techy like, associations between all of these tweets and started finding patterns, like, similar verbiage that they both used, tweeting about the same thing. Totally. They made a pattern of the web of all the different accounts that these Twitter accounts followed, and they were all linked back to Brian Clams, either family, former real estate guy, like all these crazy yep. connections just from doing the trace map of all the different followers and who's liking this tweet. It was like some high-tech computer hacking shit. And after you just spend an hour and 15 minutes watching Westworld and then you read that article that I just read, it really makes you concerned about the AI that we have out there right now. Yes, and uh, I just want to clarify a couple things. Ben Dietrich is the writer from The Ringer who did this investigation, and Brian Colangelo is... uh, an American basketball executive and currently the president of basketball operations and general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers. He was previously with the Toronto Raptors and the Phoenix Suns, and I believe Cornell University as well. So thank you, Wikipedia. And his father is like the go-to dude for um, USA basketball, and there's like a lifetime. And also is appointed a special advisor currently and is part of the Sixers organization in that capacity. Obviously, that's going to be an interesting wrinkle as this unfolds. Um, They're obviously both, Jerry, his father especially, but Brian as well, um, kind of guys who are in Adam Silver's corner. Um, So you don't want to say that they're unfireable, um, but they certainly have the support of the commissioner. Um, in some ways, it seems like they were appointed by the commissioner. Um, and so anyway, this, this, this is, has bigger implications so, than just 
the Sixers. It hasn't been proved just yet. So, but like, which way are you leaning? Like a hundred percent, this is Calangelo multiple burner accounts, or I mean, or we gotta wait and see. Well, can I can I bring uh, something up before he answers that? Yes. Yes. No, go ahead, please, and you can so, answer it too. So the source, whose identity identity is still unknown, contacted Ben from the Ringer anonymously through egg accounts on both Instagram and Twitter claiming that they had a scoop. So that's shady right there. But this guy went went on to explain that they worked in AI, artificial intelligence, and noticed a bunch of weird tweets directed at Sixers writers and other media members, uh, official media members of the Sixers. And he was able to identify some commonalities and similarities between all the tweets, which is why these five Twitter accounts are all being linked together. So it's kind of crazy. Can you imagine if your job was to investigate somebody's burner Twitter accounts, potential burner Twitter accounts? (laughs) It's crazy. So I guess like the only other... I guess the only other possibility is like so if you if it's we're gonna say it's not Colangelo, could it potentially be just someone trying to frame him and like purposely like trying to act like him or that's like too far off the I don't know. Trying to, like, I just said that in, in our text messages. What do you guys think? Could yeah. this be a mastermind from the Lakers or the Celtics? You know, Bill Simmons is high up in the ringer and uh he's a big Boston Celtics fan. Oh, so yeah, I, I was know. saying to you earlier, I thought that like you know, this is kind of um, this is this is a huge scoop. Obviously, um, again, nothing's confirmed, and it's fun to speculate. But um, I thought it was interesting. Bill Simmons, obviously the founder, um, CEO, what have you, of the Ringer, um, is biased in some ways, being a lifelong Celtics fan and pr- pretty much an out lifelong Celtics fan, and he will obviously be address- addressing this story and scoop. Um, extensively, so I'll be interested to uh, not to promote one of your competitors, but uh, I'll be interested to hear his thoughts. I think no, that no, we because do, they've we had this we do a lot of Simmons uh, knob slobbing on this podcast. We're all we're, we're big fans. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Bill okay. Simmons fan. Well, I really am. I don't knob slob too much, but I, I do um, enjoy his content uh, on a weekly basis. So I'll be interested to hear his output. But I think that there's something to be said for when this drops. Um, I think that it, obviously it dropped the day that both of those conference final games ended. Um, yeah. So both of those series are over. Obviously the Celtics are out. Not only the Celtics out, but the Celtics and Sixers series was out. I think that that was not a coincidence. I think that they know that there's a few days before the final start. They didn't want to distract from anything. I think this was very strategically placed. And in my opinion, from what I've seen, um, I would say – ethically placed yeah, yeah I, I, agree. I agree and you know what I just this is so disappointing as a Sixers fan because you know there's nothing about our organization prior to today that was unattractive about a free agent coming to the Sixers it was like the perfect scenario for all free agents it was like it seemed like paradise for most free agents. In fact, many people have named it the favorite for LeBron to go to a, uh, to any other team besides Cleveland. It'd be the Sixers. So this is just like the one thing that's going to really deter us from landing one of these big-time free agents. And, you know, maybe that's why I'm leaning towards 
possibly this being a mastermind, but I want to ask you guys another thing. That's a good. That's I never even. I didn't even think about it. This news is so fresh in my head. I haven't even had. I never even thought about that. That is shitty. Yeah, it really is. Like, but but get this. What are the chances that this is just actually? You know, one of these Twitter accounts is actually someone that used to work with Colangelo and Colangelo is a mentor of his. Like, what are the chances that that is the truth? So this is one, one thing that I think um, that, first of all, I'd like to say that I don't think this is nece- necessarily a death sentence for any – I don't necessarily think that it makes us a less attractive destination. Uh, the summer is long. This is going to unfold relatively fast, I think, and be a relatively big story. But money is money, and we're still a good team, and we're a good city to play in. And I don't think that this type of thing is – and maybe I'm naive, but I don't think this is going to be going to weigh on any um, free agent conscious, um, conscience at all. Um, well, no no free agent dude, would want to play for a president of basketball and GM. Well, Oh, I was going to say, oh, I expect him to be out of here, man. Yeah, the ownership, the, the only way, if this is true, to make us an attractive destination is if the ownership brings down a swift, fast hammer on this dude's head. And, like, I mean, yeah, if, it's I mean any the fact of it, that if any of it's true, he's done. Like, immediately. This is the only way. Yeah, but how do you prove it, that the it is true? The fact that Joel Embiid commented on it is huge. Yeah, that makes because it a thing. Either way, whether it's true or not, that makes it a thing. The players, yeah. I, I, your two superstars, you do whatever the fuck you can do to keep them happy. And if this is any exactly. semblance of true, Brian Colangelo is head Ned Stark on the chopping block. He's done. Hi, I'm Eddard Stark, Lord of Winterfell, and Hand of the King. I come before you to confess my treason in the sight of gods and men. I betrayed the faith of my king and the trust of my friend Robert. I swore to protect and defend his children, but before his blood was cold, I plotted to murder his son and seize the throne for myself. Yeah, I think honestly, Joe Embiid swung the axe with that tweet <laughs> because um, it's over. Uh, well, I, we- I don't know how you come back from that and. Can we read some of the the tweets that this burner account tweeted about Joel Embiid real quick? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> One yeah. of them is, if I had a medium-sized ladder, I would love to knock some sense in Joel's head right now. He's playing like a toddler having tantrums. <laughs> and yeah, then another that I can't quote for ladder analogy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here's another one. There's another that I can't quote. Yeah, go ahead. Too bad that Embiid danced like a fool and the whole disaster happened. Next time, he will think twice before mocking his team. That's when Joel danced at the Meek Mill concert when he was still injured. Here's one yeah, for you. A follow-up one to I'm that where Phil- he said... Yeah. I was say, here's another I'm a Philly fan, but I trade the process for the unicorn, meaning Chris Porzingis, in a heartbeat. Such a smarter player. <laughs> like, dude, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a bunch. Yeah. And by the way, guys, I'm not by any means, you know, an FBI linguist investigator, but reading the way that the, his tweets from all those different accounts, and I'm sorry, allegedly his tweets from all those different accounts are phrased and worded, um, 
I, I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a pretty big skeptic and I don't believe shit like this just because it's out there and because it's a compelling story. It, to me, it seems pretty, pretty suspicious. Pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> that's, what, that's why we called you, dog. That's why when you're in on this, we needed to bring you in on the hot scoop. I mean, this is going to be burning people's ears tomorrow. This is going to be, I mean, the, the phone oh, lines of the fanatic are going to be buzzing. Yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm with Peter. I'm not totally convinced, but the fact that Joel responded makes it a thing, unfortunately. And totally. the, other, the other things that these burner accounts tweeted were if I were um, if I were management, I would step on a ladder and kick his balls. See, that was literally <laughs> one of the tweets. Is either that or kick his butt. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I you're it right. It is it is B and then it is blurted it's out. star, star, whatever, which is yeah. hilarious in its own right. But, yeah. I think the other he hyphenated that... bitch and then just put ass at the end, like the chat. <laughs> but because of the character limit on Twitter, you have to, like, shorten everything. Uh, the, the other interesting thing here is the insight that these burner accounts maybe shed on Markel Fultz. Apparently his mentor, father-like figure, was having him lay on the ground and shoot, sit on chairs and shoot. And apparently, there's video evidence of this when Markel was trying to change his shot, and that's how he hurt his shoulder, which we've all been wondering for forever. And these burner accounts yeah. may be shedding some light on that. So, Yeah, the one was sitting in a chair while lying on his back. So a tipped over chair, essentially, looking up and shooting. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What the hell? Yeah, and Markel's Dude, listening think, to that apparently. That, okay, that makes me think Markel's an idiot. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> some un- some drunk uncle comes up to you and is like, "Hey, come here, number one pick, college stud. I'm teach you how to shoot jumper this summer," and you just let him put you in torture devices and fuck your shoulder up. I just like, I just picture Booby Miles' uncle and Markel Fultz just like doing weird shots on the floor, like laying on a chair backwards, <laughs> and he can shoot. Don't make no difference. He can block, tackle, score the touchdown, snap the ball, hold the stick, and get the extra point. Hell, the boy will fill up the Gatorade cooler, walk the dog, and paint your backcourt. I'm telling you, that boy can flat out play football. Out, and he can pass. That, that, that dude turned Booby Miles into a machine, though. It's just his ACL tore on him. So I wish that was Mark Fultz's uncle. He'd be diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, so this happened. There's a lot to come out. We're going to see, you know, in the next couple of days what comes of this. Uh, But what do you guys think will happen? Chris, why don't you start? Well, Ian, you know, I was a little reluctant at first whether or not we should even do this podcast because in this age of people rushing to be first rather than rushing to be correct, you know, I didn't want. I didn't. I thought it might have been irresponsible of us until we got all the facts. But I, I feel good about this, Ian. I think it's true. I think this is some really good reporting we just read, and I think Brian Colangelo will be fired before the NBA Finals trophy is risen. Peter, thoughts? Thoughts? So I am going to go ahead and say, and I agree that, and I think one thing that protects us a little bit of jumping on this too quick. Um, is that we're not all we're doing is really giving our reaction and summing up what we know so far. Uh, I think that the big catalyst that got us on the phone was the fact that Joel referenced it. Um, that's kind of what made it very real 
there's no doubt now that the Sixers are going to have to respond with, at the very least, an elaborate statement. Um, but Sixers Twitter is just blowing up. There's fan base, their media. I mean, there's going to have to be a very serious response. Um, the question is, does it come in the form of Colangelo stepping down? I don't know. This whole, the whole behavior, whether or not it's true, shows that there's a giant ego. Um, so I don't know if stepping down, considering the fact that you can't prove all of this, you can cite as many AI linguistic um, algorithms as you want. You can't prove it. Um, so does he step down? I personally don't think so. Um, does he get fired? I don't know, considering the fact that I believe he's making all the decisions in lockstep with maybe the ownership group, but definitely his dad. So, so of all the people to, to have the the kind of keys in his hand to, you know, either abort mission and fire him or keep him on board and fight through it. His dad being the one who is probably in that position. I mean, what happens there implications wise? I guess I don't really have an opinion. I think you need to get rid of him. Do you think he knew before the story broke? Probably not. Yeah, they asked him for a comment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that was the big thing. We forgot to mention that. There's a lot that we're not mentioning about the evidence because it could get pretty wordy because it's a lengthy article. But one piece of it was they called and notified them. The only person on the record, who he, the person, the Sixers media person who spoke to, uh, to the reporter, the only person notified was Colangelo. And all of a sudden, three of those accounts went dark went immediately, private. one of which was inactive, went private, yeah, which is essentially dark. Um, and one of them that was inactive since December went dark. Um, yeah, the other thing, oh, by the way, I wanted to br- briefly mention this. Um, sorry if I could. Uh, if these are, in fact, real people, and, uh, you know, I think that that can almost be ruled out at this point. But if Eric Jr., for example, which is one of the handles, is a real person named Eric who just is very into the Sixers and seems to have scoops, um, then he'll come forward, you know? Like, if I'm Colangelo, I'll be like, yo, dude, I'll give you, you know, my Porsche if you come forward so I can save face a little bit. Um, what I about think you're right. a guy who's not Eric and bribing someone to be Eric? Dude, this could turn into a crazy dude, I was thinking situation. about that. I was thinking about emailing him and being like, yo, I'll be Eric. I'll be Eric. Just give me some money. <laughs> yo, real quick, though, it was, it, was pretty much, it was pretty much confirmed that Colangelo was one of the burner accounts, which was at It Phila. was confirmed. He said it himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At Phila, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I followed all the burner accounts, and most of them, if not, I think all of them are private at this point. So that, that's such a classic move, too. Like you get accused, like you get found out for like cheating, but you say, "No, no, we didn't have sex. We just made out a little bit." Like you kind of like downplay the lie a little bit <laughs> to try to get your way out. Like you're like, "All right, I have to admit to something because there's too much evidence." Um, so what's the smallest bit I can confess to and still try and get out of this? So yeah, that was just my one account. And delete all the others real quick. Yeah, like oh, man, man. Sarah Marshall, where like he like stopped her midway. Yeah, exactly. He's like exactly. <laughs> He's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? You're lost. I want anybody to go snorkeling with me. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy, but um, we'll see. I guess we'll wake up tomorrow, and uh, after we get done all of our morning emails and work that we have to do, we're settling into that hour before lunch when everyone's just, you know, if you don't have a meeting, you're just checking checking random stuff on the internet. We can see uh, what the uh, 
the pulses of the uh, of the situation. Yeah, well, guys, I want to bring up Very one last excited. thing before we close. I'm not a big fan of Colangelo. I think he's a guy who's kind of um, ridden his dad's coattails to success, and I don't think he's really even had any big track record of success for him to land the job, and, and he was kind of shoved down the Sixers' throat because the NBA did not like Hinky. So he shoved down our throat, and we they kind of made a deal with us. I think the draft lottery is completely rigged, and I think the only way we were landing the first pick the year Ben Simmons was drafted is if we put Colangelo in place, and that's exactly what happened. So I know that seems like a little bit of a conspiracy theory. Let the high septum and Baylor the blessed bear witness to what I say. Joffrey Baratheon is the one true heir to the Iron Throne. By the grace of all the gods, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, and protector of the realm. But I would love to see the hammer come down on Colangelo and get his ass out of Philly, personally. My mother wishes me to let Lord Eddard join the Night's Watch. Stripped of all titles and powers, he would serve the realm in permanent exile. And my lady Sansa has begged mercy for her father. But they have the soft hearts of women. So long as I am your king, treason shall never go unpunished. Sir Illyn, bring me his head. I don't know if that will happen. I definitely don't think he'll step down. But, gentlemen, only time will tell. Only time will tell. I guess the other the other next tantalizing question is uh, a lot of analogies have been made of uh, Hinky to Jesus Christ dying for our sins, but as we know about Jesus Christ, he was resurrected. Is there any chance that Sam Hinky gets a second chance in Philadelphia if that actually goes down? <laughs> I think he was just hired. Yeah, I guess he was. Yeah, the Broncos but just hired. That'd be awesome. <laughs> the Bron the Broncos? Yeah, the Broncos just hired Sam Hinkie. Which in sports? Wow. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> really? What is he yeah. doing for them? Like just like management or like analysis? I don't know. Uh I saw it earlier this week, but I think it's like the analytics part of the game. They the Broncos are looking to invest in that a little bit and trust the process. Well, there might wow. be a, a job opening in Philadelphia pretty soon. Well, boys, I'm going to dive into Twitter for the next hour and just get as much reaction as I can. You know what's crazy, too, to think about real quick? Like, all the traffic this generates for the Ringer's website and, just and like, also how all the people on the West Coast, it's a lot earlier, so this is, like, being talked about, you know, because they're not asleep yet. It's kind of weird how all that shit works. Yeah, I might be up till 4 in the morning. <laughs> I just uh I just read a uh, tweet from uh somebody from Aton from ninety seven five the fanatic and the tweet yeah, reads Kevin Durant, I use burner accounts to keep up with my haters. Brian Colangelo, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's, dude, oh, I can't wait, man. The internet's so funny. I uh I just poured myself a, a little rye whiskey 
gentlemen, because I'm not too happy about this news, and frankly, it helps me sleep. But anyways, I think we should close there, and I appreciate you both coming on at so late at night for this emergency podcast. Peter, welcome to the podcast. We've been meaning to have you on for a while as a big Sixers fan, and I really just thank you for sending that article to Chris and I as soon as you heard about it. Thanks for having me, Peter, giant fan. Peter, you, you had a really golden opportunity to hit us with a little, uh, hey, first time, long time. But, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> definitely long time, definitely first time. Uh, yeah, you don't get many of these opportunities. Thanks for having me. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, gentlemen. Good night. Peace.